Welcome to the Word from the Ancient Path, stories and sermons for the journey. A channel of blessing for friends everywhere to experience how the Holy Spirit moves ordinary people into an extraordinary calling, bringing good news, connecting in Christ, and building the kingdom of God. The Word is declared through the pastors and partners of Ancient Path Ministries, La Iglesia Volviendo a la Senda Antigua, founded in 2011 in Jovellanos, Cuba, by pastors Jose Santiago and Yamile Cruz. I'm your guide, Pastor Kevin Job, and my wife, Tani, and I serve as chief connection makers and storytellers in the United States. Our team is dedicated to planting and nurturing churches and to spread the reach of the gospel. We pray you'll be blessed by these teachings and testimonies of what God has done and is doing in and through us. Shout it aloud. Do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion and to the house of Jacob their sins. For day after day they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways, as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of its God. They ask me for just decisions and seem eager for God to come near them. Why have we fasted, they say, and you've not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you've not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast? A day acceptable to the Lord? With a little help from ancient and more contemporary prophets and from the Word of Scripture, today and next time on the podcast, we bring you remembering who we are to encourage us as the church of Jesus Christ to boldly carry out our mission. So let's look, about, look at the vision of the church, the mission of the church of Jesus Christ. As we find it in Matthew 28, Jesus said to his disciples, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. Our Christ-given mission is a singular thing. Everything that we do and every way in which we live our lives should be shaped to serve that end. And Jesus gave us some ideas about what it ought to look like. Look with me in Matthew 10, where Jesus said to his disciples, as you proclaim, as you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Disciples of Jesus Christ do all of the above. And then he had some words to speak about his church. Matthew 16, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. As we carry out our mission making disciples for Jesus Christ, our witness should be powerful. The gates of hell are not advancing against us. They are no danger to the kingdom of God. Indeed, we, the citizens of the kingdom of heaven, are a threat to the very existence of the gates of hell. And so we ought to go with confidence in Jesus Christ. We are a threat to the forces of hell. We are the church with a capital everything. We are the ecclesia, the gathering of God's troops. In his letter to the church at Ephesus, the apostle Paul wrote these words about our light in the world. He said, everything exposed by light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. And that is why it is said, wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. 
Be very careful then, church, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. When Paul speaks of, that's why it said, wake up, sleeper, it's like he's saying to them, he's quoting from a Greek poem or song, and so it's like he's saying, remember that song we used to listen to? Wake up, wake up. Remember and know why we are gathered as the people of God and why we go out to take action as the people of God. You see, all around us there are people who are in darkness, And people in darkness are drawn naturally to light, or they're drawn to what they perceive to be light. And we have to be clear about something. There are a lot of imposters out there. There are people, there are philosophies, there are ways of living that will masquerade as carriers of the light. But we, church, have to make sure that we don't allow people to be drawn in by them, or that we ourselves don't find ourselves being drawn in to imposters. We, Again, church with a capital everything, we are uniquely equipped by the presence of the Holy Spirit within us to be a reflection of and witnesses to what the Gospel of John called the one true light, that is Jesus Christ. And so we can't be found asleep in the light. We cannot ignore the plight of those who need the grace of Christ who are all around us. You see, a church that's not making disciples is like a firehouse that isn't putting out fires. Do you see, do you see all the people sinking down? Don't you care, don't you care? Are you gonna let them drown? How can you be so numb not to care if they come? You close your eyes and pretend the job's done. Oh, bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord, you know it's all I ever hear. No one aches, no one hurts, no one even sheds one tear. But he cries, he weeps, he bleeds, and he cares for your needs. And you just lay back and keep soaking it in. Oh, can't you see it's such a sin? Cause he brings people to your door And you turn them away As you smile and say God bless you, be at peace And all heaven just weeps Cause Jesus came to your door You left him out on the street
Take a moment now for a short break. Stay with us for more on the Ancient Path. At Ancient Path Ministries, we hope to carry the light of the kingdom of God into places where it is most needed, to see people set free from what holds them captive. Now, our ministry is built on connections in Christ, and our financial foundation depends on the regular partnership of beloved friends such as you. And if you'd like to be a covenant financial partner or contribute to the work of the ministry, I encourage you to visit our website, ancientpathministries.org. Check out the church in action and see how you can be part of bringing good news, connecting in Christ, and building the kingdom. Not remembering our mission isn't really a new issue. God's people from the beginning have been called and shaped to be a people of remembrance, and sometimes they just simply choose to forget. Remember with me for a second who God's people Israel were called to be. Uh, God's chosen. Remember them? Genesis chapter 12, verses 2 and 3, it says here, God's talking to Abram, and he makes this covenant. And he says, I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. And God follows through on his promise. And so he takes Abraham's lineage and his descendants and he shapes them into a great nation. He gave them his law and he gave them prophets to give them guidance. And he gave them a land to call their own. He made them blessed in order that they might be a blessing to all nations. But rather than follow through on the promise and the commands that God had given them, they decided instead to heap those blessings up upon themselves and ignore God's commands. They chose idol worship. They chose sexual practices of all different kinds and carnal pleasure and polygamy and ignorance of people in need around them. And rather than have the astounding privilege of the presence of the very God of the universe dwell among them, they went to their first great prophet Samuel and insisted to Samuel that they needed an earthly king, that they might be just like all the other nations of the earth. We'd rather be children of wrath than the children of God. And God said to Samuel, Go ahead, Sam, give them what they want. It's not you they're rejecting, buddy, it's me. But even in the middle of such complete rejection by his own people, God is still faithful. And he makes a new covenant through his chosen King David, that the Savior, the chosen, the anointed one, who we call Messiah, the Christ, the one he would send would come through the line of David. 
And he gives them a series of prophets who continue to spell out this promise to them across the centuries because God is faithful, even when God's people don't get it. This is what brings us back to the prophecy of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 58. We're going to spend some time there now. We get caught up sometimes, even under the blessing of being the children of heaven We get caught navel-gazing sometimes, just picking belly button lint, and they did that in ancient Israel too. They got caught up in their pride as the chosen were puffed up. And that was the lead-in of Isaiah 58. Look with me again at 58, 1 and 2. Shout it aloud. Don't hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion and to the house of Jacob their sins. For day after day they seek me out. They seem eager to know my ways as if they were a nation that does what is right and has not forsaken the commands of its God. They ask me for just decisions, and they seem eager for God to come near them. Oh, bless me, Lord. Oh, bless me, Lord. You know it's all I ever hear. Verse 3, why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please. Exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. Fasting. Now here's a concept that we struggle to even understand. It's kind of a lost spiritual discipline, right? We, we tend to think of intermittent fasting as a diet plan, right? If we exercise and do it right, we're going to lose some weight. But that's not the point of fasting in a spiritual sense. In ancient Israel, and indeed throughout most of the history of followers of Jesus Christ, fasting has been a regular part of our spiritual discipline. And Jesus saw it as a key practice in seeking God's kingdom and righteousness. He put it right alongside prayer, giving to the poor, and storing up your treasures in heaven. Check it out in Matthew, the chapter 6. And in Israel's time, they couldn't figure out why God couldn't see their humility But they ignored the spiritual aspect of the fast. They just did whatever they wanted. They made others do their work for them, and then they would get hangry. You know how we get when our blood sugar drops. We haven't eaten. We get cranky, right? And then they regularly took to fighting, and this was not going to cut it. This is not the kind of behavior that's befitting the children of God, and certainly not something that ever is going to call a good dad's approval. Is this the kind of fasting I've chosen? Only a day for a man to humble himself? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying on sackcloth and ashes? Is this what you call a fast? A day acceptable to the Lord? You don't get it. You're walking around looking miserable for a day, and that's not the point. Beating up your next-door neighbor is never what I'm after. I am not impressed by posers. This fake stuff does not do it for me, kids. You can't possibly believe it's acceptable either. I have not so richly blessed my children so that they can act like this. Jesus used to say it to his disciples this way, why does one call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? And this, friends, brings us to the end of our time for today. Thank you very much for being with us. Once again, be sure to check out our webpage, ancientpathministries.org. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Ancient Path Ministries. I'm Pastor Kevin Job for Ancient Path Ministries, La Iglesia Volviendo a la Senda Antigua. And until next time, we pray God will bless you richly. Go and be the church.